Hello, it's Sam here, just introducing another uh, a special bonus episode. Alex has got another one of his exclusive interviews, this time with Scott Adkins, who is the star of The Intergalactic Adventures of Max Cloud, a new uh, science fiction comedy that's releasing this week. Um, I think Alex described it as like a Jumanji for 90s uh, video games. Sounds like fun. So, uh, yeah, Alex chatted with Scott about his role in the film and all sorts of other stuff as well. So enjoy and join us this Friday for your regular scheduled episode. Cheers. My, my name is Alex, by the way, Scott. Thank you so much for doing this. It's great to, uh, great to talk to you. Um, okay, the, I saw the film. I watched it the other night, actually, and I loved it. I just think it's it was such a... Just like such a different take, like a real ode to kind of eighties and nineties games and movies and stuff. Um, I really liked it. What? How did you get involved with it in the first place? It just came out of the blue, to be honest. But I'd already done a few roles that were leaning a bit more into the comedy, so it was something I was looking for, something a bit more comedic, whatever that may be. And then mm. it came came up from sort of left field, out of the blue getting towards yeah. Christmas and it, the timing was right. And we so, said, yeah, let's, uh, let's have a go. Obviously I spoke to, obviously I liked the script and then I spoke mm. to the director, Martin and, and got along with him and enjoyed what he had to say about how he was going to approach the film. And mm. uh, yeah, it was just the right timing really. Yeah. So it's, it's um, I was going to say, cause it's interesting because a lot of your films or a lot of your the audience have watched your films. You do you have done a real mix of stuff, but like they might be more used to seeing you in like more serious stuff. Do you think? Do you think is it a way that you did you enjoy doing something different? Is that like a way you wanted to go, or like just something you wanted to experiment with? Yeah, for sure. Just wanted to try something different. Um, mm-hmm. See how it goes. You know, I don't know. We'll see what the response is and all the rest of it. Um, but I don't mind trying different things sometimes, whether it be you know, an accent, whether it be uh, a type of movie, whether it be mm. something like Avengement where I play a character who's completely scarred and disfigured, you know, I don't mind doing different things. It keeps it interesting for me. You don't want yeah. to keep rehashing the same stuff. And also, no. if you just keep doing the same thing, how are you going to grow as as an actor or a filmmaker or mm. anything like that? Yeah, so. no, definitely. It's funny because I saw, I watched um, Incoming quite recently and I think it's weird because like Max Cloud and Incoming have got quite a lot in common because like you both, they're both kind of end up with people being on a prison, like stuck yeah. on a prison planet as well. But also even just the characters, they're both films where the characters are way more complex than you think. Because like with Incoming, you really think this guy's like the hero. And in fact, it turns out, spoilers, but like it's totally not how that character is at all. And I kind of yeah. thought it's like, I don't know, it's really like, there's a really good connection with those two. And also it made me kind of, do you think that modern audiences, you know, like the days of Arnie and Sly just playing these two-dimensional characters, do you think audiences like crave a bit more depth with their with their action heroes these days? The funny thing about Incoming is they wanted me to play the hero. Yeah. I said, oh, I think I'd rather play that character because he seems more interesting to me, so... Even oh wow! The financing yeah. probably was more on my shoulders. Um, they were said, "Well, you know, play, play the the villain then." Yeah, uh, but we'll still sell it as a Scott Atkins movie, which you know, I was in it enough to do that. But uh, with Max Cloud, it was like we're making fun 
of that yeah. sort of action hero character. Mm. And yeah. uh, the, one of the first conversations I had with the director of Max Cloud, Martin, was, you know, you're going to be okay sort of making fun of yourself and sending yourself up. And I was like, yeah, mm. absolutely. I mean, that, that, that was the, the fun of it was to take those cliche action yeah. hero tropes. And mm. um, whereas in another movie, you're trying to avoid them not mm. do the cliche <laughs> thing in max cloud yeah. we absolutely we wanted to find those cliche things and yeah. send them up yeah. because he's yeah. a cliched american action hero yeah and all the rest uh, of that. i think the decision on incoming i think that was the right way to go because i think that film i didn't see the twist in that coming at all i i kind of was like blindsided me how your character changed so i think that's like well done for like a lot of people wouldn't have gone there and thought, oh, I could do, like, it would work. I think it worked even better, the fact that you were, like, the villain in the end. But, yeah, with um, Max Cloud, like you say, it's a parody. Was there anyone, like, when you were doing that role, did you take kind of inspiration from, like, any films? Or was it just, like, an amalgamation of just, like you say, like, all the biggest, like, the big 80s, like, 90s action heroes? Uh, Buzz Lightyear came up a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, lines good, like, yeah. uh, you know... Fear is not near. Max Cloud is here. I mean, that's just Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> Lightyear isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So now you, you say you can't, it. Yeah, you can't, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't deliver that and not think of old Buzz. Yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, for me, I just felt that Ron Burgundy was was the inspiration. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is like yeah. Ron Burgundy in space. You're right. I never thought of that. That's a great. He's just he, <laughs> he thinks he thinks he's amazing. He's full of yeah. himself. You know, he's, he's like, I'm the best and you follow me and everything's going to be fine. He doesn't realise that he's a complete yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really works, especially because you've got like that ensemble cast and you've got everyone playing off each other. It really works like really well with that. And I think you played it really well because it's, it's just a funny character. Like you just laugh at him. You know, but like I thought, the action. I was I was thinking, oh, maybe because you've dialed up the comedy, the action would be dialed down. But there's some really good fight scenes, and like there's some good little like there's some really good moments in there as well. I think it delivers. If I, on had, that. If I had it, if I had it my way, the the action we would have had even more action. But that's oh really? Me. <laughs> well, that's the way my brain always works. I yeah, help myself. I'm an action yeah. junkie. But yeah. yeah, I love the way as well with the fighting that the style of fighting is is so like a computer game, like like your stances and just your moves and everything. Was that like, how did you, how did the choreographer come up with that? Or how did you work that kind of computer game moves into the, into the film? Yeah. Andy Long was the fight coordinator and he's very experienced. He's young, but he's really good. And I've worked with him fighting him as a performer, oh. but he's, he's been part of the uh, Jackie Chan stunt team. And he's really good and he's, you know, he's going to be someone to look out for. So in terms of choreographing the, the stuff, I didn't need to get involved. I was completely mm. comfortable to let Andy do his thing as I trust him. So I was able to just think about the character. So Andy was having those conversations with Martin about, you know, for this one, let's make it Street Fighter inspired. Yeah. And then, let, yeah. you know, let, let's for this one, let's make it like that side scrolling thing. Yeah. And then the, the action sequence in the middle, which is, completely different it's like a one take thing mm. but a, a different style but it still feels like it could be in a computer game you know because of the way yeah it's definitely yeah yeah no yeah, i love did that. a good job yeah. yeah no definitely and also like the kind of jokes where you've got like the gamer logic as well when you're fighting that huge guy with the axe and you just crouch down yeah. behind this tiny little thing like that yeah, kind that of good. 
it rings really true because it's it's obviously made by people that are like you know the directors have got a real passion for games it's not like a cash in they're really getting that love is kind of coming through in the film i think like yeah yeah and Andy was, a, was a big gamer as well so he he appreciates it and i, I was back in the day so yeah, yeah when, he's walking in, when he's walking into the wall yeah 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 i was gonna say because it's set in the 90s was that like are you still a gamer now or is that was that your prime gaming time i can't i just can't you know i can't do it without feeling guilt huge amounts <laughs> of guilt i feel like i need to do something with my life oh really so you can't just sit there and like get lost in a game anymore no no, no. Oh. too much pressure in my head I've got children. <laughs> Maybe when my kids are a bit older and they get into it, I'll get back onto it. Because I know my brother, he's got two kids older than mine. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's got back into it seriously. <laughs> yeah. So maybe there's still a chance. You think, will you, will you, because I've got, I've got a five-year-old, a six-year-old son as well. And I'm always like, I'll start him off on like SNES or maybe Game Boy and then we'll kind of progress up the consoles. You know, like I always want to yeah. start off on the real old because that's what I love—the older ones. But maybe they'll just be like, "Oh, this is rubbish. The graphics are terrible. <laughs> it doesn't look real." <laughs> well, I tried that with my daughter, and she just wants to watch YouTube. Oh, that's oh. <laughs> not happening then. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, you played a lot of really good villains, like um, like like in, tri- in um, Triple Threat and It Man. They're really great baddies. Is it more fun playing a baddie or a goodie, or you just like just to change it up and do a bit of both? It's more fun. It's more fun yeah. playing the baddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only time it's it's not fun is when you've got to let Donnie Yen just decapitate you with yeah. uh, wing chun punches. Um, yeah, but up until it's a that pretty point, intense it's, fight. It's <laughs> yeah, it does. I do Tell feel like. When you're doing villains, you can like, let loose a lot more. I think it's a lot more, you kind of revel in it, I guess, more than if you're a bit revel more Revel in it, yes. Chew the scenery. <laughs> go, go big. I like to go big. I like to go big. I need to be restrained sometimes, but I'm a big fan of Gary Oldman, so, you know. Yeah. I tell you, I like to go big. <laughs> well, no, like, yeah, I could definitely, like, um, yeah, you definitely channel him. Like, I watched... Um, uh, Universal Soldier, Day of Reckoning, Day of, that's it. Yeah. That yeah. just blew my mind. I've never seen uh, like a sequel to a blockbuster so bold as that film. I mean, it just messes with your head, that film. Like, it was amazing. And like you're saying about Chewie, like you, you, the range of emotions your character goes through in that, I mean, you, you play basically, well, you play a goodie and a baddie and even more in that film. Like, that must have been quite an intense mm. experience to film that film. Yes. Yeah. Um, great part to play. Lots to figure out. Yeah. And choices to be made in terms of how you're going to play the part. Because, of course, it's one of those movies where the second viewing is almost better than the first. Because mm. by the time you've got to the end, you've realised, oh, right, that's what's going on. So then when you watch yeah. it the second time and see it through a different uh, you know, lens, um, so, you know, playing a guy who's come out of a coma and is learning to walk again, then you watch it again, you realise, oh, no, he's a, he's a newly born clone. Mm. And the yeah. only reason he's, he's stumbling on his feet is because he's never walked before. He's, he's fresh out of the box and all those yeah. little things. And then to be the, the hero, the protagonist, and then by the end of the movie, you realise that actually I'm just 
I'm the shill from the government that's been sent yeah. to take out Luke Deborah, and I'm really the villain. Mm-hmm. Lots of yeah. different layers. Very intelligent director, John Hyams. Very proud of that film. And yeah. uh, it was a great part to play, yeah. And I it's get brilliant. to kill Dolph Lundgren and I kill Van Damme. So well, yeah. Right I mean, that must have been Slay, like a dream come him. true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those fights. Because I was a bit like, as the film's going on and on and on, and that film, like I say, it's such a, like, a head, it messes with your head. And I was a little bit like, okay, maybe he won't fight them. Like, maybe it's going to go like, oh, he's not even going to fight them. And then when you get those two battles, they're, they're brilliant fights as well. Like that must have been a pretty dream, uh, like a dream come true, battling those two. Yeah, when I had my machete sticking at the top of Dolph's head, <laughs> I thought to myself, "Yeah, I'm living the dream, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it? Yeah, uh, no, is it a bit? You, but I mean, like saying that, because you fought, fought Tony Jaa, um, Jason Statham, like Donnie Yen, like is, who's been like who was the most fun? in the choreography like who's the most fun to battle fun there's nothing fun about it no not fun they're not fun <laughs> they're not fun when no. you do it when you do it at the at the pinnacle at the highest level of it yeah it, it it's not fun it shouldn't be fun i mean you, you can en- you can enjoy it because you've got sickness in your mind and you just yeah. enjoy pain but yeah the truth is it's uh it's difficult work I wouldn't say that I enjoy it. I enjoy the end product. Mm. Um, but I always put a lot of pressure on myself as well. I need mm. to stop and enjoy it a bit more sometimes. But with these shrinking schedules and everything, and you want to keep uh, the same quality of fighting mm. that you that people expect from you, it gets harder to do it as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's not fun blocking a kick from Tony Jar or yeah. just taking one in the chest. Uh, yeah. Or having Donnie Yen smash me on the, on the back of the head repeatedly, but you know we do yeah. it, we do it, we do it for the fans, <laughs> the adoration. So when, it, when you watch it afterwards, can you be like, can you sit back and be like, yeah, okay, yeah, that looks, oh, yeah. like that, look, yeah. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> Good. It, it, even immediately after when you've like done like ten takes and finally you, you, you watch the monitor and you've got it, and it's like, oh yes, and that's a good feeling right there. Yeah. And it's okay. Let's go back to uh, trying to get the next bit then. is there um talking about computer games and obviously van damme was guile i was thinking if they redid street fighter i think you could do a really good guile i think i could would you is there any game any computer game characters you reckon you could take on like computer game well yeah guile i suppose yeah i could yeah i don't know i don't know we're gonna have to have a word with someone about the hair because that's well ken would be even achievable <laughs> well, yeah, Van Damme didn't do it in the in Street Fighter. He didn't have the hair properly, no. so yeah, you'd he have let us to all go down. through it. Yeah, he let us all yeah. down. Now, now me with my <laughs> bold choices as an actor, I'll go the whole hog. I'll try and make it even <laughs> higher. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine they could do it with computer. Maybe it'd be like some kind of special effect in the end. <laughs> no man, we're going to do it all with hairspray. Going to see it <laughs> wobbling in the wind. Might get an Oscar for the for hairstyling though if you if you achieve that. If they it achieve would be, that, uh... then they should, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, with the like Max Cloud's kind of you've done a kind of whole host of films. You've done like really big blockbuster stuff and then smaller stuff and obviously stuff like non English language stuff. And is it like when it's a smaller production? Is it more 
do you feel like you've got more control definitely or is it like is there something like with the bigger productions is there like something that like with that that you really like or what what what's kind of where would you prefer to be making obviously I'd like to do the bigger productions but the truth of it is if I'm being honest always come away from those experiences feeling like they didn't really give me a chance to show what I can really do mm. you know I'm always some sort of side character that's killed off or whatever and mm. you know when I when it's a lead and I'm starring yes I don't have the money that they have or the schedule the time but you know I'm able to do things in 20 days which some of these people couldn't even do in a hundred yeah I mean physically physically you know mm. we know that I can I can do that and as an actor in these lower budget movies you've got one take two takes you've got to move on there's no time yeah. to finesse it you've got to be mm. ready to perform there and then mm. with all the airplanes flying overhead and all the other stuff that's going on hustle and bustle out of focus You've got to be ready to perform straight away. So, um, I'm forgetting what the original question was. I guess I'm just moaning about <laughs> why, why, does it, why doesn't somebody give me some money? Yeah. yeah, I think, but I mean, like Max Cloud, like I mean, it's not like it, it's lower budget, but I think it looks like the effects look really good. The the sets look really good. They've got that that great kind of vibrant quality to them, like the colours and everything. It must have well, felt Martin, like you were. Martin. Martin and the direct, uh, the producers are smart where, you know, mm. when you can, when you know how much money you've got and you find a project that can work around that and you build the set according to that. And obviously with this, it's a computer game. So the set yeah. doesn't need to look like Blade Runner or Star Wars. No. It, it needs to look like a computer game. So it, it worked. And, uh, you know, that when you can be, uh, you know, find those projects where you can work around what you've got are mm. the best experiences really that's what yeah. you should be trying to do and that's what yeah. i do with a lot of the films that i've you know avengement for instance um i was able to be part of the writing team for that and we knew that we we didn't have a lot of money so we wrote the whole thing to be set around this conversation in a pub mm. you know and we knew what we had and we, we wrote the film to that and that's what you mm. you have to do there's more experimentation and more like um, more of a chance for you to like improvise or for you to like, yeah, like come up with something more interesting in the smaller well, don't, stuff. Don't be more ambitious than the funds you've got and, you know, the, all, that, all the rest of it. Sometimes people, especially with action films, you know, you want to be the big action movie with all the explosions and all the, mm. the bullets and all the rest of it. Sometimes that's just not possible with, with what you've got and you need to find a more unique and interesting way to do it. Mm. yeah yeah no definitely no and like I say the, the stuff I've seen like your stuff I think that's definitely you chose some amazing roles and you've got that there the um you get your own like I kind of was quite jealous of you because you get your own ver little computer character where you get when mm. you see the game there's a version of you like a little pixelated version did you get a were you able to like go oh can you give me bigger muscles or can you make me like look a bit like did you get to input on that character I didn't see any of that stuff until the film oh, was done. No. I've, oh no! I've only seen it within the movie. Yeah, I would like yeah, to it play. Yeah, looks good. Play, I'd like to play with myself for a bit. But, you know, <laughs> I was, I was hoping you'd be did, there. Yeah. The only thing that I did get to see, of course, was the poster. 
which I could, oh yeah. Is, is, yeah yeah that was pretty cool i should have asked for yeah. that no but that's not good is it that's my wife's not gonna let me put that <laughs> up in the lounge it's gonna make up i mean there'd be people who'd get it but there'd be people who'd think wow that guy's <laughs> look he's well, been posting himself <laughs> i haven't got any thinking about it i haven't got any room for that in between all the other posters of me so <laughs> <laughs> Well, fair enough. Yeah, you just add it to the add it to the collection. <laughs> yeah. Um, with uh, are you a fan of science fiction films or like is it like a genre you're less into? Do you you, you like a big sci-fi fan or not a big sci-fi fan? I do appreciate the genre though. Yeah. Mm. Um, the more the more serious sides of it, I think, like yeah. the Blade Runners and uh, well, Aliens and things like that. Yeah. Um, intelligent sci-fi is always good, you know. And, interstellar and when they yeah. really put some uh, brain matter into it contact what a great film that is you know yeah. the more the more realistic side of sci-fi i find even more interesting okay yeah because the, the podcast that we do is me and my friends and it's rating basically rating science fiction films in a huge list so what would be like your top three films would it be like yeah blade runner alien what else would be in there oh Probably just say Star Wars. Probably just say really that. because yeah, the first three were phenomenal, weren't they? Mm, yeah, and that that was really the inspiration behind uh, Alien and Blade Runner in terms of a future that's dirted up and mm. everything was clean and pristine before that. And I almost yeah. I feel like that's where George Lucas listened to me, critique critique <laughs> George Lucas. Like I don't why not. Him. But <laughs> I think it. that's part of what part of where where the charm was lost on on those mm. George Lucas movies. Yeah. Everything was too clean, and yeah, that was what was so amazing about Star Wars, wasn't it? The dirty look, yeah. and they've brought it back with Mandalorian now. I mean, I'm loving the Mandalorian show because yeah. it, it's got the vibe of the original trilogy. Yeah, 100%. and it's dirty. Yeah, and it's a Japanese samurai western, mm. and uh, that's the yeah. that's the best sci-fi show I've ever seen. Yes, no, I 100% agree with you. I think Mandalorian's kind of brought it back to what, like, what made it good in the first place. It's also very, like, you feel like that's a real world, that, like, you could just step into it, like, those places really yeah. exist, like, you know. And also, like, the levels of action in though, in Mandalorian, they pack a heck of a lot in in 20 minutes. They kind of, um, you know, you they get do. some great battles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess or the only other kind of other thing I was going to Max Clouds in the film his little secret hobby is that he's a baker is there like a secret hobby that you uh, like a secret passion that you've got that people might not expect I like to eat cakes <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at making them um, no that wasn't cut from reality then that scene <laughs> no no I'm a terrible baker terrible <laughs> Uh, what do I like? The people, I mean, I don't know. Nothing. Martial arts yeah. and movies. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm a cliche character myself. <laughs> I see you on, because uh, I watched the Iron Fists and um, Kung Fu Kicks documentary as well recently, and that, oh, yeah. you, you're that on that. Good. That was that was a really good documentary. I thought it was very... Um, I thought it was very interesting how they linked things in so directly, like with parkour and with the um, like break dancing and stuff like that. And it's like the, the bit that you're in is mainly talking about Cynthia um, Rothbrook, isn't it? That's kind of like the, it was a kind of, isn't it? The, 
Or do you was oh, it a long time ago? Yeah. I think it was that you the bit I think I remember seeing is where you were talking about her and getting a signature and that was a great inspiration to you back in the day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well I'm I'm just a, a fanboy geek at the end of the day. Yeah. L- luckily yeah. I've I've managed to get into it and uh become become one of them. But really yeah. I'm just a fanboy. <laughs> It was all just a ruse, was it? It's just your chance yeah. to get behind the I curtain. Became, I became an action star so that I could become more of a, a fanboy. <laughs> is there anyone, fanboy-wise, is there anyone you'd really like to fight or really like to star in a film with? I've fought them all now. I've done all yeah. the best. All yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, apart from Bruce Lee, which, of course, will never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So... I mean, so, yeah, there's actors that I admire, yeah, which I'd love to work with. But in terms mm-hmm. of the action guys, martial arts guys, I pretty much work with them all. Yeah, I guess people are going to be coming for you now. There's people out there like who are going to be like, right, he's the one I need to fight. You're going to be, <laughs> you're going to be the one people are aiming to fight now. I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be lining up to let me kick the shit out of them. <laughs> And then they'll be getting interviewed saying, and people will be saying, like, people like me will be saying, was that fun when you were fighting Scott? And they'll just be like, no, it wasn't fun at all. No, <laughs> man, he's, a, he's a psychopath. <laughs> he's got issues, man. <laughs> um, I guess my, my kind of last question is, what's kind of next for you? Like, Max Cloud's coming out, I think, in February, uh, January, February. What's what Have you got any other projects lined up or anything? What's the next thing to do? There's a film I made with Dolph Lundgren, which we managed to finish. It was shut down when the whole pandemic kicked off, but we managed to mm. get back out to, to Birmingham, Alabama and, and do that October, November. So just finished that. Mm. And then uh, I've got a bit of a break and I think the next project is in March. Oh, okay. Okay. And is there anything, because yeah. you produced Max Cloud, didn't you? Are you getting more involved? I did not. Produced? I did. Oh, you didn't produce it. Oh. I, I didn't produce Max Cloud, no. Um, the, the, the whole producing thing is not so much that I know how to produce films because I don't, a lot of it is talking to banks and all the rest of that right. stuff, which I've got no clue about. I don't want to know, but, uh, yeah. it's stressful. But what yeah. I like to do is try and shepherd ideas or scripts that I found mostly ideas and, and, and have them written and, and try and create interesting projects for myself so that I'm not at the mercy of, uh, what, what's going to be offered to me and, is it mm. any good? Maybe it's not yeah. that good, but I do do it for the money. You know, that's the yeah. situation I don't want to be in. Yeah. So, kind of yeah. the more control you can have, as like script wise and stuff like that, is that it's obviously better for you because, like you say, you get to make more decisions on the characters. That's why I like to work with a lot of directors again and again because you get that shorthand. And if they trust me, and the majority of them, you know, we come out of a movie with with much more trust. So you go into the second mm. film, and I can be heard more in terms of, well, I think it should be done like this and let's have that mm. conversation. And I can be more involved creatively. And yeah. That's why I you know, work with Jesse Johnson so frequently because we have a very collaborative um, relationship. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess like you say, it's better for you because then you don't need to spend, like you say, the shorthand is there. And if you want to kind of do something a bit different or have some idea, they're willing to go with it. Whereas someone else might not, or especially a bigger budget film, they won't, they wouldn't really entertain that so much, I guess. Bigger budget film, no, no, and you can't. You have to know your place. 
Mm. Um, you don't want to be, you know, telling people to do something when you're just, you know, number ten on the call sheet. You know, just just an <laughs> asshole. Don't work with that asshole. Again. <laughs> he needs to keep his mouth shut. But it's a film that I'm the lead on of, and the financing has come in because I am on the poster in the number yeah. one position. You know, I demand to be heard. Um, yeah, a lot of the time depends. By Max Cloud, I, I just turned up and it was all from Martin's head. So I didn't really have much to say. I, I wanted mm. it, it already come out of, of, of him. And if you've got a writer, director, and they've written something that you're interested in anyway, it's best to just fall into what they're doing. But yeah. when it came to the action, I, you know, I wanted to be heard about that because I was aware mm. that I had much more experience than he did. But then we had Andy, so I let Andy take mm. care of it. Yeah. No, I think it's a really good balance. As the films go, it's a really good balance of a bit of everything. There's kind of a, there's like a kind of teen drama in there. There's like a kind of, there's all the sci-fi stuff. There's the comedy and the parody. But yeah, like I think it definitely delivered on the action. I think it was the right decision, especially because there are people who are going to see your name and they're just going to, they know what they want from the film. And I think that's good. Well, it's it will... the, the, the blessing and the curse, isn't it? But <laughs> that, that, my motto has always been, you know, try, you know, look for the best script, try and do your absolute best performance. But if all else fails, mm. you know that it's a, if it's a Scott Adkins movie, talking about himself in third person again, but if it's a Scott Adkins movie, <laughs> the action's going to be good. And that's the way I've yeah. I've always wanted to do it. And, and that stays with me now. And some producers yeah. get frustrated at me. And it's not all about the action, Scott. So, well, actually, yeah. actually, that's what's got me to this point. So I'm going to keep, keep that yeah. consistent. And hopefully, it isn't all about the action. I want everything to be good, but I'm always yeah. going to keep that at, at a high level. Yeah, well, no, you definitely, yeah, all the stuff I've seen of yours has delivered that tenfold. And like you say, while you're experimenting and doing different scripts, people are getting used to seeing you in different roles. So then they're more open for you to be doing different things. So you're kind of, the audience is coming with you. You're, you're, not, you're not tricking them. You're giving them what they want, but they're coming with you into these new, more interesting, like say, they've been some, like, the characters you played have been interesting characters, like the Universal Soldier one being, like, right up there, and then you, but even smaller ones, I think, have been, like, nuanced, so I think it's, like, you're picking a good script, you've got a good eye for it, obviously. Yeah, pick the best of what's available at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to me, and um, I hope you get home, or wherever it is you're driving to, I hope it's not too much of a yeah. long journey left over I'm, all, um, I'm almost home I just had to good. pull over while there was still 5G yeah well thank you very much and yeah I hope you get that Max Cloud poster someday put it up in your in your house and uh, yeah right yes the daylight <laughs> is completely gone so I better yeah. go alright thank you very much take care alright Alex thanks mate bye see ya bye